0: Yeah, because the first show I did was was back in 2016. That that show was crazy because I um, it was five weeks away, and I was like, literally was like having this fit in the kitchen. But I, I told my husband I was like, I'm going to go do a show because if I don't do it now, I'm never gonna do it, and I just want to do it right now.
1: You are listening to Plant Strength Radio. Each week, remarkable stories of plant based healing, mindfulness, fitness nutrition and activism as told by those with the expressed desire to affect lasting change in our world real people real experiences your host Bobby Lynch
2: what's up guys and welcome to plant strength radio I'm your host Bobby Lynch and here on the show today we have Clarissa Gannon a master certified personal trainer professional nutrition coach NPC figure competitor, vegan mom of four kids, and owner of Elite Fit for Life. Clarissa, welcome.
0: Thank you, I'm so happy to be here. Um, that's a lot of things.
2: <laughs> it is quite a lot of things, it's super impressive. I know, right, when you, take, when you gotta take a second to stop and think, wow, I look at all the stuff I'm doing.
0: Right, I, I wear a lot of hats, oh my gosh.
2: You really do, I know. And especially being a mom of four kids, I can only imagine I have no kids. can't imagine <laughs> having kids for a little bit now. Um, right. So that, that is just a whole level of responsibility that is, uh, is, is above and beyond what I have. So I'm definitely definitely impressed by that.
0: Well, oh, thank you. They're good kids and it's, it's always um, a learning process. They teach, you, they teach you a lot.
2: Every day, Mm -hmm. every day, I love that. Mm -hmm. So before we get into things, we're gonna have our icebreaker segment. All right, a little on the spot segment to warm us up. Are you ready? Go for it. Awesome, all right. If you could, describe to me in three words or less, how has your month been so far?
0: Fantastic, freaking fantastic.
2: Freaking, fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: That's yeah. awesome. We need one more word there. That's two.
0: Um like like this much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um how about uh it's just been so good. Um uh, this the the whole month, the whole year has just been absolutely um fantastic. Great.
2: Yeah. 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 Great. Double fantastic. Freaking double fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That worked. <laughs> that
0: worked. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's awesome. Why do you feel that way?
0: Um I feel that this whole year, um, I was talking to someone else and and I, it was kind of ironic because it's like I feel that the world had to shut down in order for me to do awesome. Um yeah. just I've really been able to focus on my family and on my own goals. I've really, really been able to focus on business goals this year. And um, just being able to make really awesome progress in in all those areas, um, I just feel super accomplished.
2: Congrats, I love that. I feel feel pretty much the same way. COVID Uh has kind of really made everyone take a step back like you said. Mm -hmm. And for me specifically, I've kind of experienced the same things. I've made a lot of personal and professional growth because Mm -hmm. of the world slowing down, which is a great thing. And I think it's a great thing too, that the world has slowed down for the world in general, but um, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. All right. So let's, let's get into things. Tell us about your vegan story. How long have you been vegan?
0: um since 2016 now um so yeah um before that i was vegetarian kind of on and off ever since high school um but yeah no that that since i decided to go vegan this last time it's it's been uh, super consistent
2: full four years vegan congrats congrats Mm -hmm. and so what ultimately led you to going vegetarian and to, and then to ultimately going vegan and giving up all animal products?
0: Um, For me, it was always about feeling better. Um, Like when I was younger, I really struggled with uh, digestion issues and I would have stomach aches all the time and super low fatigue. I was always cold. And um, two, it seemed like if I, if I um, quit eating meat for a while, that then I would, I would feel better. So I kind of did that on and off for a really long time. And um, yeah, it wasn't until 2016 that we had, (laughs) we'd went on this, this uh, family vacation. And I mean, you never eat very well on vacation anyhow, well, I do now, but back then I didn't. And um, so after like a whole week of eating, well, pretty much just a lot of meat and cheese and, and some fried things. I felt terrible. I mean, I'd never felt that bad in my life. And I came home and I even had a fever and my stomach was all distended. And this last time I ate meat was, I was like, fucking never, never again. And, um, I haven't. And I just, I started feeling better and just continued to feel better. And, um, I did still keep eggs in at that time for a while. And then I started having those same stomach problems. So I just took them out. And then I was like, "Uh, oh, yogurt. That was the last thing to go because I I really like yogurt. And um, the same thing was happening with that. So I was like, fine, I just will stop eating all of that. And I did, and it is extremely very seldom that I have any more problems with digestion at all
2: wow it just completely cleared everything up by going fully vegan
0: yes
2: that's 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 amazing so so specifically for you making Mm -hmm. the transition was more health driven than anything else
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely
2: That's yeah, that's a lot of, and a lot of people have been experiencing those same benefits. I've experienced those same benefits too Mm -hmm. across the board with my health, digestion, but just how I feel overall. I haven't been sick once since giving up meat. And then that was three years ago, and I've been fully vegan, no meat or animal products for over Mm -hmm. two years. And I just feel the healthiest I've ever been. I'm the strongest I've ever been. I'm mm-hmm. performing okay. the best I've ever performed athletically. So I'm definitely happy with my decision. And I'm glad to hear that, that you are too.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, the quality of my life is just improved so much just by making the choice to do something that's, well, essentially it's right.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally. So what, what was it that really sparked that change in you where you started discovering a plant-based diet and the benefits of it that made you want to move towards that lifestyle? Was there anything that happened during your childhood or during any of your pregnancies mm. that made you want to go plant-based?
0: Um, Growing up, so when I was like – Fourteen and fifteen, maybe even going into sixteen, I struggled with anorexia. I mean, I know a lot of girls do. And when I was coming out of that, I knew even even with very limited like health um, and nutrition knowledge that vegetables were going to be a much lower calorie source than any of the other foods you know that were presented at our dinner table. So I um, just started eating a ton of vegetables. And I just kept that up for a long time. I mean, we integrated some tofu, uh, messed around with, do you remember the little almond cheese that like has the brown label? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we um, I used to have some of that. But um, then as, as I got older, you know, and, and um, moved into I'd moved out and moved in with friends. It was kind of just like eat whatever, you know, we could afford at the time. So I wasn't, I didn't follow the, the vegetarian diet at that point. But then as I grew up and became more responsible, I was like, well, I felt pretty good and I didn't have any problems with my weight. And, and so I would, I went back to that. Um, and, but then, then I got pregnant with my, my first child and I'd had a couple of miscarriages before that. So I was like, well, maybe it's because I was not eating you know, properly or like maybe I wasn't getting enough protein or maybe I wasn't getting enough iron. So I did resume eating um, animal products at that time. But then after she was born, I went back to being vegetarian and then maintained that through my second pregnancy too. Um, and it wasn't until much, gosh, um, it wasn't until after I had my third child that, um, that I went back to eating meat. And that was just because my, um, my health at that point and then everyone was like well you have to because you lost so much blood and you have to rebuild your iron and and all of that but then i started Mm -hmm. feeling not good again no oh my gosh no no because the only time i have never struggled struggled with being anemic is now is the last four years
2: you've never yeah so like the last four years being plant-based you haven't but before we weren't fully plant-based that's when you did struggle yeah that's amazing. That's so amazing. It? It's, it's, and it's funny you say that because I just got my blood work done and amazing. my um, iron levels were at the top end of the mm-hmm. range, the ideal healthy range that they should be at. And so was my um, my hemoglobin, hemoglobin mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And I don't take any iron supplements. Okay, I don't cool. like supplement. Yeah, I, don't I literally supplement with nothing except for a B12 once mm-hmm. a week that is it okay. that's and, awesome and it's just like and that right there just like that plus like all of what you're experiencing just proves exactly the point that i always try to tell people a plant-based mm-hmm. diet is the way to go and you right you know, it's like you can get so many different sources all these things of oh, you need iron you're gonna lack mm-hmm. iron you're gonna lack b12 you're gonna lack uh right. every other thing it's completely false
0: right oh i agree
2: Completely false. Yeah. So so you said two out of four of your pregnancies you were fully vegan or you were vegetarian?
0: Uh vegetarian.
2: Vegetarian, okay. And then mm-hmm. are any of your kids vegan too?
0: Um not really. They <laughs> they oh. were for a while. Like um the whole family watched I don't remember one of those documentaries a few years ago Mm -hmm. and and so then they they did jump on board with me and I was like oh yay I can stop cooking multiple dinners um so that was exciting but then you know they went back to school and and they kind of got made fun of so they they do have that kind of food out of the house like I don't prepare it for them so if, if I'm cooking they're getting you know what I'm eating
2: I was going to ask you about that. What is, it, what is that like? Because I, I, I personally, I think about when eventually when I do have kids someday, mm-hmm. I'm going to raise my kids vegan. What they do mm-hmm. outside of the house is yeah. like with, when I'm not there, that's the decision that they make. But in the house, Correct. I am not cooking animal products. No. no chance. So no. yeah, like ethically, it seems like you don't want to do that either.
0: No, I really don't.
2: Why, why is that? So to describe to me the ethics. Did, did ethics play a role in your transition to veganism? Oh, yeah.
0: That, that, that's always played a role. Because like, when, I mean, growing up, we had a farm. So we had animals and we had butcher day and all that. And I was neat. But like, I would be I remember like, gosh, I was so young. And I'd be sitting there sometimes. And we would have a piece of meat. And I was like, this is the leg off of something like this is and it would just it would gross me out was so bad so yeah i still i still get that like if i was to cook something i couldn't it's it's just uh
2: you're so connected. it disturbs me yeah, yeah it disturbs me yeah because you're so connected that same that's how i feel i just think so much more than just the final product now i see mm-hmm. i see who it really was that's right. what I think about. It's not just a what it was; it's a who mm-hmm. it was.
0: Yeah,
2: which is uh, which is really big difference. And hopefully, one day more people start connecting on that level as well. Because I feel like I have seen a lot of people go vegan for health reasons and mm-hmm. never connect to the ethical side, and end up going mm-hmm. back to not being vegan because of that. Yeah, because they don't connect. And I think that's huge when you make that connection ethically, thinking about who these products came from Mm -hmm. and what you would want done to or for you if you were in that animal's position and Mm -hmm. really making that Mm -hmm. decision based on okay well I wouldn't want to die just because someone wants to eat me
0: right
2: you know don't take don't pay to have someone else's life taken just because it suits you and your needs right yeah yeah so well I'm glad to hear I'm glad to hear that it's like for more than just it's for more than just health as well. Cause I know that now that you are vegan, you're gonna be a vegan for life
0: yeah, yeah. Oh I won't go back to there's no way. <laughs> yeah. There's no okay. way. Yeah.
2: Yeah, totally, totally. So what sparked your fitness journey specifically?
0: Um oh that's that's like a really long question. Um <laughs>
2: Let's get
0: into it. I, I, um, so I was in, in, um, sort of, well, I was in a bad marriage and my husband had been unemployed for pretty much our entire relationship. Um, so I had my kids and I had to um, provide for them and the town that we were in was very small and I was working like two or three jobs to make everything meet and it still wasn't. Um, so I had worked in a restaurant, and and I was good friends with um, a lot of the customers that came in, you know, because it's a small town and they're regulars. But we had a lot of the gentlemen come in that worked at the border because we were super close to the Canadian border, and they uh, dropped off a hiring packet for the um, Customs and Border Patrol for my husband, and it sat on the counter for several months. And I got upset, and I filled it out for myself. But because at that point in my life, I was I was not like physically the way that I am now. I was very, very small. I was weighed like between 106 and 108 pounds and I didn't exercise. I took care of the kids and I worked my butt off. So I started exercising because I knew if I was hired, I would have to be much stronger than I was. And um, well, I started exercising and I never stopped. I actually got down to the academy in Artesia and, um I mean I enjoyed I like learning so I enjoyed a lot of the the classes that you had to take there um, like on criminal law and, and stuff but um I really really enjoyed our physical training hours because we had two of those a day and um, so I had made a goal to you know do well in my studies and do my two years in the field and come back and, and instruct the, the PT classes um, but then uh, five days before uh, class graduated, I failed out because of firearms and so they're like bye and I was like oh my god I just spent three years getting here I don't know what to do now wait just like (laughs) that yeah yeah so
2: (laughs) three years and they just said that's it that's over yeah Uh
0: uh-huh what yeah yeah the hiring process did it took three years so it it was crazy they wouldn't
2: let you retake the firearms test
0: well I did take it and I still missed it by five points so they were just like bye
2: Wow, that's insane.
0: Right? So I rented a car and drove up here to Albuquerque and uh, uh, got a job and, and stayed here. So shortly after I got a job, I was like, "Well, I still really like the fitness part. So then I started studying to um, be a trainer. And uh, that's that's what I do now.
2: That's wow. I guess yeah. everything really does happen for a reason, because if, if, right? if that never happened, you might be working Border Patrol
0: right exactly
2: and you wouldn't be you wouldn't be the figure competitor that you are no
0: (laughs) no i I certainly wouldn't
2: so how how do you feel that veganism has Hmm. helped your health your wellness and your strength overall before answering that though we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back after a message from our sponsors
1: support for this episode comes from chicken bites hey Did you know that every serving of Chicken Bites has 17 grams of protein? And did you know that they're made entirely from simple ingredients? Visit www.plantstrengthfoods.com to find out where you can get your pack of Chicken Bites. And use offer code PSR at checkout to save on shipping. Chicken Bites, always made from ingredients you can pronounce. Support for this episode comes from 10 out of 10. A wise man once said, A single picture is worth a thousand words. Makes you wonder what you think about video. 10 out of 10 can help you with that. We are a full service boutique production company dedicated to telling uniquely human stories 100% of the time. To request a free consultation, visit www.1010pro.com or visit us on social media at T E N 10 P R O.
2: All right, guys, and welcome back. So before the break, we were just about to dive into Clarissa's journey into her fitness and how veganism has helped with her health, wellness, and strength. So Clarissa, take it away.
0: Um so, well, overall health is definitely improved. Like we talked a bit about, um, you know, lab results keep coming back just better and better every year. Um, I feel good. I feel strong. I don't have insomnia anymore. Um, so that's, that's definitely a plus, you know, for a lot of reasons. Tell me, tell me um, a
2: little bit more about that. Like, so you, hmm. you used to experience insomnia a lot?
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I used to sleep maybe four hours
2: maybe wow. <laughs> um, wow. how and did you in, function like being a busy mom <laughs> like you are
0: my husband says that i was um a zombie for several years wow and and i mean i'm sure i was because there's you know great gaping holes in my memory because i don't remember and i'm sure it was just from the stress of of not sleeping
2: yeah that that would definitely yeah. have a big negative impact on that
0: oh yeah on on your memory on your performance on yeah everything so.
2: did you take medication at the time
0: um, I used to try a whole bunch. of. St- I never took medicine, um, but I would take like melatonin and valerian and I don't know. What else did I take? I think that was about it. None of that stuff ever made me feel very good though. So I didn't like taking it.
2: And then now that you went fully vegan, you have no, no. issue sleeping at all? Oh, heck no. Wow.
0: No. Wow. it's. <laughs> I go to sleep and I I mean, I go to bed and I go to
2: sleep. And you're just um, out? Yep it's fantastic
0: yeah (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. but um so i mean then that helps too um because since i'm rested i'm able to perform better and i get more more things accomplished during the day um in the in the gym like performance wise i am definitely way stronger than i used to be um way stronger
2: did Uh, your fitness journey start before you went vegan what year did that start because you mm -hmm. said you went fully vegan 2016 so when yeah. did your fitness journey start? I, really, really um
0: in now. 2010.
2: Okay, 2010. So you had about six yeah. years of like mm-hmm. kind of that was that those during those six years you said you were like on and off vegetarian?
0: Um yeah, somewhat. But yeah. And I know like when when you go into the fitness world and everybody's like, you have to have protein, you have to have protein. And I was like, well, there's not hardly any protein in tofu. And <laughs> well, not compared to like a chicken breast or something. Of course. But yeah, but then I just, I would feel so bad. Yeah.
2: While eating, so food, have- while eating chicken because you thought yeah. that you had to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then you realize that you don't like, yes, protein matters, but you don't need right. as much as... What a lot of people recommend that you need two, three grams of
0: oh, yeah, no, per
2: pound of body weight, not at all. Yeah. no, no, yeah,
0: no, you can fill that up with carbs, it's pretty good.
2: And carbs, fun fact about carbs for uh-huh. those of you guys who don't know, carbs have a muscle sparing effect, so that means mm-hmm. the more carbs you eat, especially while in a deficit, it's going to help prevent muscle lost and if you guys see that sign right there you don't need me to build muscle i think clarissa is a very prime example (laughs) of that for those of you guys who are watching this you can see the sign in the background and for those of you guys listening make sure to head over youtube to check the episode out so you can see it (laughs) but anyway so yeah continue on so tell me tell me more about like why do you really feel like veganism made the biggest difference for you what specifically was it that like where how did when did you start feeling the difference in your strength how has your performance increased
0: strength I think that uh, I don't know that I would pinpoint that I had you know a day where I was like oh my god I'm so much stronger but I you know you pay attention and I never noticed like there was never a decline in strength um And then I think that I was, because I wasn't dealing with those constant chronic stomach aches, I think that I was able to, you know, perform better on my lifts. Um, Definitely getting better sleep certainly helped uh, your workouts go a lot better. For sure.
2: So it was just like a combination of everything and starting Mm -hmm. to really work in harmony, which then led to everything else. And that kind of was rooted in you making the transition to a fully vegan diet right wow that's that's so cool i love that and i kind of felt like similarly too with my mm-hmm. with my journey i feel like because i just transitioned slowly i went i went mm-hmm. gave up meat went vegetarian and then oh, ultimately went vegan and it's just i did go through a period of doing competitions mm-hmm. but i just got into this whole negative mindset of very restrictive dieting doing way too much cardio and i lost muscle because not because of the vegan diet because of the restriction of calories and Mm -hmm. and the excess burning of calories but then once I just rein that in and I started practicing what I preach Mm -hmm. and learning how to build you know build the muscle go back to just build focusing on building muscle and then controlling a caloric my caloric deficit when trying to cut not just going for some super large deficit now I'm I love where I'm at and I'm Good. Just Yeah, it's, it's so easy to maintain my conditioning now without mm-hmm. almost even trying.
0: Right. Yeah. That's true.
2: Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about you competing. So you're a national figure competitor. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Think about like where you it were. Really, it really is. Where you were and like how far you've come. And now you're competing nat- at, at a national right. level.
0: Yeah. No, it's crazy. Um, when I sit down and, and think about it for sure. Um, yeah. Cause the first show I did was, was back in 2016 that the year that I went, um, started my vegetarian uh, diet again. And, um, I was just going to do it, you know, and see what it was like. And that, that show was crazy because I, um, it was five weeks away and I was like, literally was like having this fit in the kitchen with, I I told my husband, I was like, I'm going to go do a show because if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And I just want to do it right now. So I did. And like, it was five weeks out. So I went and bought a suit and like (laughs) hired a posing coach and we went to the show. Wow. Just Um, right like that on the spot pretty much. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I kind of like this. And, um, so I just kept doing it and then, and then, um, and then I qualified for nationals and I was like, Oh, well, this kind of changes things a little bit. I'm kind of good at this. Um, So at that point, like, yeah, that now I like the competing because it like really gives me focus for my workouts during the whole year. Cause like, you know, people go in and they just like do the same shit all the time. I don't want to do that. And I know that I was doing it prior to that. Um, so I don't do that anymore. So I really have like focus and clarity and and specific plan for myself when I go in. And that too then makes my training so that it's important to me because it's really easy to lose yourself when you're, you know, dividing a lot of attention to other people on a daily basis. Um, so that's been really good for me too. But then, you know, after qualifying for nationals and I was like, well, I guess I should take this even more seriously. Um, and I did my first national show last year and I came in last. Really? Like dead, dead last, yeah. Yeah. Um, Out of how which many is crazy Because, uh, Gosh, I think there was 20 or so last year.
2: Well, it's all learning experience.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah but I'd never placed last ever I'd always only finished like in the top five um so it was like a really really humbling experience for me (laughs) but but you know I looked at it and I was like well that's now I know what I need to work on and so I spent the next year you know working on things and um did two national shows this year and um it's tough it's really hard um I knew going into, this is crazy, I knew going into those shows that I did not still have what I needed to have to win. Um, and everybody was like, well, you need to stop thinking negative. And I wasn't being negative. It's like simply, I've sat in on a judging panel. I know what they're looking for. And I know I didn't have it. Um, that's like an observation. And that's just being honest. You, right, have to, right.
2: you have to honestly critique yourself. If you, right. you can't just yeah. all be... Constant praise, 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 criticism. There's nothing negative about criticism. It's only negative if you put negatively instead. That's true. As an opportunity to grow and get better.
0: Right, that's true. So I really know what I got to do for next year. But um, still, I was able, so I finished like dead last last year. I finished in 11th place at both shows this year. And the first show was huge. There was like probably 30 girls in that show. And the second one, I counted I counted 16 but somebody told me there was 20 so I don't know um, but that that last show is is by far the hardest show um, those ladies are scary <laughs> yeah. yeah there's
2: there's some, yeah. there's some there's some figure competitors and, and bodybuilders at the gym that that I go to uh, women and I'm like wow I that's you're you're big, like that's crazy. Right. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. to see a woman that looks like that. Wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. That's like the, that's that's so that's so great that you like that improves just like and mm-hmm. then because again you're competing yeah. at a national level. This isn't a joke. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very happy actually with the placement on both shows. Um. I mean, I had hoped to be able to make it into top ten, but that, that's only one point off. That's like literally one point.
2: Yeah. 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 And it could, and you, and you, and the thing is, you, you, you know what the judges are looking for, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it is, it can be biased at times. So you never know. I I mean, I I really think that what I love the most about everything you said is you honestly critiqued yourself and you took it all as a learning experience. You didn't get down, you didn't give up because a lot of people would have just kept, oh, I placed last, I'm terrible, never again. Instead, right. you came back with a vengeance, you worked hard <laughs> and you yeah. you improved. And there's only mm-hmm. more improvement to come.
0: Right. Yeah. That that is definitely the goal.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So so tell me. So tell me a little bit more. You're a master certified personal trainer and professional mm-hmm. nutrition coach. Tell me a little bit more about your coaching.
0: Definitely. Um, I want to work with people that want to be stronger. I mean, please don't come to me and say that you want to lose a whole bunch of muscle because that's just not cool.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I, <laughs> I um, work with primarily women um, and honestly, women that are close to my age. Um, I think that there's a lot of relatability in you know in that group. Um, so that makes it easier to make a, a connection, which you absolutely want to do when you're coaching. Um, there's still so many coaches that will just write a prescription without having information and, you know, without even really treating the person like they're an individual. So.
2: Super important. You have yeah. to be able to connect with each person exactly where they are.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. So um, I've switched I think the last time that that we talked, I was training like ungodly hours at the gym. and i'm not I'm not doing that anymore. I don't even really work at the gym anymore. Um, we've set up um, in the garage, and so I have like about five ladies that I work with here. And the rest of my clients are online. and it's just, it is amazing to see the changes that they, that they make every single day, you know, as they, because it's my job too, as a coach to educate them, like you're in this spot because you've been doing this stuff for years and you're really doing this stuff because you didn't know where you got some information from here or somebody told you, but you don't actually know. Yeah. And so if I can share my knowledge with them, so they don't end up back in that hole, um, then, then that makes me very happy. Yeah,
2: yeah, I love that. So, what would you say your best advice is for someone looking to maximize their results on a plant-based diet?
0: I think that just paying attention to protein at first is probably a very good place to start at, and I very, very strongly encourage everyone to get labs done. Um, That really helps us to
2: testing get your get your lab work your blood work done
0: yeah yeah and that way we can identify anything that's underlying because you know maybe you didn't lose weight because you were eating you know 1200 calories for the last five years or maybe you're not losing weight because your body stopped producing testosterone five years ago um we don't know yeah yeah yeah
2: Yeah. and there's so there's so many different there's so many different reasons and whether you're on a plant-based diet whether Mm -hmm. you're on a fully vegan vegetarian or even if you're an omnivore. Right, can be deficient in so many different levels Absolutely. if you're not consuming the right foods and if you're not consuming enough of the right foods. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that really makes a big difference. And I like what you said too, specifically about the amount of calories. That 1,200 number is is one that's I like that. thrown around so much. For women yeah. specifically, it's like, oh, you want to yeah. lose weight? Twelve to 1,500 calories is the magic number. Right. 1,200 calories is like, your BM is the average woman's BMR.
0: 1400
2: is the average American woman's BMR, which BMR, for those of you guys listening who don't know, is your basal metabolic rate. And that is the amount of calories you burn in your most resting state. So literally you wake up, you do not move the entire day laying in bed. The average American woman if you are a woman, you will burn 1400 calories, literally doing not a thing throughout the day, except laying there, not moving. So to eat less than that is oh super detrimental for not only your muscle mass, cause you're gonna lose all your muscle mass, but for your health in general, you need calories. Just like that old, that saying like, it takes money to make money. It mm-hmm. takes calories to burn calories, if your goal is fat loss, and you need to learn how to eat enough calories so that you can provide your body with what it needs to perform and to just properly function. But then number two, like, have energy throughout the day. And then that will allow you to perform in the gym and burn the calories that you actually want to burn if your goal again is fat loss. Yeah, I feel like there's so much false information thrown around. And I'm, I'm glad to hear mm-hmm. that you're pursuing your passion and really trying to make a difference in people's lives.
0: Yes, absolutely, I really want to.
2: Yeah, so before we continue on, we're going to take a brief moment to highlight our team member of the week, something we do every episode to show our love and appreciation for our ever-growing family. What's going on guys? Carlo Wanza here, five-year vegan, and I am so excited to announce that I am Plant Strength's team member of the week. If anyone was wondering about the transition to a plant-based lifestyle, the key word is patience. Take your time, do your research. Everybody, some people can do cold turkey, some people have to take their time. It's all about you and your journey. If you have any questions or need tips, hey, hit me up. I'm all here for you. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Bye. Now it's time for my favorite part of the show, our Growth Spurts and Growing Pains segment.
0: So it goes, things changing. I know that though I've got no control, that's just the way that we grow. And no one told me
2: what's ahead on this road so until I break the mold for those of you who haven't heard of this segment before at the end of every show we ask each guest what a recent growth spurt of theirs is an accomplishment that they're proud of as well as a growing pain something that they're still trying to get better with both of these can be health work or life related so without further ado Clarissa, we'll start right at the top. What is a recent growth spurt of yours?
0: Uh, The whole year. That's why it was so fantastic. Um, I think, you know, just probably the thing that that has been the best this year is just really bringing focus to, to all aspects of my life i i certainly wasn't having that like if i was focused on training then my family life would be suffering and and right now everything is that i i am able to divide myself like i need to so that everything has focus and everything has balance and and then we can make progress you know in all areas i love
2: so, it life is about balance i yeah. say that all the time it really, oh, yeah. really really is and if you're if you're yeah. not giving proper attention to All of the most important things in your life you're gonna feel Mm -hmm. like you're just not fully fulfilled
0: oh yeah absolutely you get really frustrated
2: yeah yeah Yeah. it just does it just it just feels like your comp your your cup isn't isn't it just isn't full it just isn't if you're not if you're not giving yourself that proper balance right so what would you say a growing pain of yours currently is something you're still trying to get better with
0: well I really got to add some more muscle on this year because I want to place better than 11th next year.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So do you, did you get any critique from the judges? Did you talk with them?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten feedback from this most recent show. Um, but I did get feedback from North Americans. And the only feedback this year was that my legs needed, um, they needed to be more muscular and have more visible separation. And I knew, I knew that going into the show, but there was like no critique on suit, nothing on posing, nothing, nothing else. So So it's
2: really just the legs. That was just the legs. Just the legs. So what do you think, what do you think is going to, get you there what specific training are you going to do are you going to increase your level of cardio to to develop your conditioning more or are you just going to focus on building the strength and building the muscle more in your legs
0: um right now i'm taking a break from cardio mm-hmm. um but i mean i'm only doing like 20 minutes which is is i will drop that off eventually at some point too i think um, but uh training wise what i think i'll do is continuing to do what what i've been doing because even this isn't a really good sign but even though i was in prep um so i I use um an in body pretty consistently to keep track of how things are going and um during the last few weeks of prep like the last month i was able to put muscle on in that big of a deficit i was in so while that's impressive that's also not impressive because I was then adapting to that lower calorie intake. And um, so I've got to work on fixing that um, Mm -hmm. and and bring my metabolism up where it should be. But training wise, I think I'll continue doing that. And what I was doing is um, like lactic threshold training for legs, which while it's not very fun, it seems to work really damn good right now. So I think I'll just continue doing that.
2: So could you Um, explain a little bit more what exactly that is for people who are aware of that? So,
0: um, it's basically, it's super high volume um, and not with lightweight. You're still using pretty heavy weight. Um,
2: what, what are your rep ranges?
0: 15 to 20.
2: For how many sets?
0: Five to 10.
2: Five to 10. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's a lot of burning, but like I said, it, it seems to have really good results um, I don't get too terribly sore, recovery is still pretty good, but um, it does seem to do a good job of stimulating growth.
2: And that's the amazing thing about number one, a vegan diet really, really does help with recovery. But number oh, two, yeah. just being a woman in general, you are blessed with the ability to recover a lot faster than men because of your naturally high levels of estrogen. And for women, if you guys, if you guys didn't know that, Estrogen really helps with recovery. So you're not, and because of the estrogen, you're not going to be able to build muscle like a man mm-hmm. will. You're not going to get huge and bulky. You're just going no. to get very toned. You're going to get, you're going to get lean. You're going to get strong, but you're not going to be, you're not going to be big, big, big and bulky. I promise you that. So yeah, focus on building the muscle. Work out mm-hmm. hard, and you're going to recover faster than I will. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah that's true.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but no that's that's uh, it's really good growing pains and, I, and and again I just really commend you for such a, for having such a positive mindset. I really love that. I'm glad you were able to come on here today and and share that mindset with everyone and especially with you know with women that are following you um because I I really hope that they're able to take away from that that really anything is possible if you just oh, yeah. take everything as a learning experience. Don't look at failure as failure. Just understand that we all make mistakes as humans. And mm-hmm. the only way to get better is to mess up. It's the only way. Oh, yeah. you don't ever mess up. Yeah. You don't know what you did wrong. No.
0: Yeah. You can't learn.
2: Can't learn. You can't yeah. learn. You can't <laughs> learn. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think that's a great way to end a show before we do though. And we wrap things up. Clarissa, could you tell everyone where to find you online, both social media and for your business, if they would like to reach out for coaching?
0: Yes, absolutely. So I'm on all the social media, um, to Facebook, Instagram. Um, both are the business name, Elite Fit for Life. Um, Facebook has a personal page under Clarissa Gannon. I have a YouTube that you can find under my name. And then I do have a website, which actually has a really handy um, Contact form, which if you fill that out, you get a completely free contest prep cheat sheet, Um, and that's at elitefitforlife.com.
2: All right, guys, you heard it—you heard it first at elitefitforlife and elitefitforlife.com. Thank you again so much, Clarissa, for coming on the show and sharing your journey, and I hope people really resonate with it. I very much enjoyed having you on, and until the next one, guys. As always. I'm your host, Bobby Lynch, and this is Plant Strength Radio.
1: Plant Strength Radio is hosted by Bobby Lynch, produced and edited by Kiwan Harrison. Original theme music by Alex Brinkley and Tyson Bryce. If you would like to hear more podcasts like this, please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts can be streamed. To learn more about Plant Trade, the company behind this podcast, please visit www.planttradeperformance.com or follow us on social media at Plant Trade Performance. Plant Trade, sustainability for mind, body, soul, and the environment. Thank you for listening.